Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. The third day of February. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Asia Pacific stocks are in the black this morning following a strong performance on Wall Street overnight. Seoul is leading the way. The Kospi is up nearly 1.4%. Sydney isn't far behind with a 1.2% gain. In Tokyo, the Nikkei is up about two-thirds of a percent. Investors are assessing a host of big tech corporate earnings plus the latest GameStop action. I'm Michelle Martin and and joining me now for a closer look at what is moving markets is Ryan Huang. Good morning, Ryan. Morning, Michelle. All right. So we're in the midst of the corporate reporting season on Wall Street. So today we're going to start off with the three A's, Amazon, Alphabet and Alibaba. But for those of you who are tracking the GameStop saga and how it might be influencing local market action, don't worry. We are going to get into that as well. But first, the story that has Wall Street abuzz, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos preparing to step down as CEO. In July, he will hand over the reins to Andy Jassy and become Amazon's executive chairman instead. So, Ryan, what do we know about Bezos's successor? Okay, so this has to some extent been building up in the years um, before the, this announcement. So, Andy Jassy is the head of the cloud computing unit at Amazon. So, like you mentioned, Jeff Bezos is stepping down as CEO. He becomes executive chairman. So, he's going to be still in the picture, in the background, but you have someone else in the driver's seat, and that's Andy JC. And this is significant in the sense that it is the cloud computing business now pretty much the focus of Amazon. That is the most profitable, or at least the most um, growth engine, the biggest growth engine at Amazon. That will be its future in years to come. So a big move uh, for Amazon and looking at the reactions, it's been largely positive from investors. We saw in extended trading, the stocks up by, stock price up by around 1%. All right, so change of guard over at Amazon. Amazon reported its first 100 billion US dollar quarter thanks to a pandemic induced surge in online shopping. Amazon shares rose 1.1% overnight, currently up another half percent in after hours trade. So actually, Bezos had stepped back from day to day running of Amazon for a couple of years, but then in 2020, he took an active role to sort out the supply chain and labor issues that the pandemic had brought about. Amazon in a very different company from the one that Bezos founded in the mid-90s. Incoming CEO Andy Jassy credited with helping transform the e-commerce business, as you say, into a cloud computing giant. Uh, Amazon reported fourth quarter numbers last night. So how exactly is that engine, the cloud computing business, doing? Yeah, so you've got really good numbers coming out from Amazon and that could be also one reason why the market or share price has been reacting well. And looking at fourth quarter numbers, Revenue was at $125.6 billion, So that beat expectations of around $119.7 billion. And you have fourth quarter earnings per share coming in at slightly over $14. That is double what people were looking out for at $7 plus. So that is showing a really good momentum in terms of Amazon group revenue. And that is also showing Amazon bringing in over $100 billion for the first time in company history. So it has become a even more profitable company and has made um, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos an even richer man. Incredible. All from 
you know, an idea that started with a space to sell books online. Remember that? While Amazon Web Services' fourth quarter performance, though, fell short of many analysts' expectations, its 28% revenue growth left Google's cloud service in its wake. Google Cloud lost more than $5 billion U.S. dollars last year. However, if any company can afford to take a $5 billion loss, it's likely Google's parent company, Alphabet, which netted more than $15 billion U.S. dollars in the fourth quarter. So, Ryan, what is powering Alphabet's strong performance? Yeah, so the Alphabet numbers are interesting because it paints a picture of what's going on in the industry because they pretty much dominate the advertising scene in the internet or online business. So we are looking at growth picking up. If you look at Alphabet's revenue for the latest quarterly results is up 23%. That is stronger than the previous quarter in Q4, which was at 17%. So it's showing Google's advertising business is recovering after a big slowdown in the second quarter of last year, of course, due to COVID-19, more businesses holding on to their purse strings more tightly. So now you are seeing a bit of, of um, I guess, recovery when it comes to businesses starting to spend on marketing again, especially with more people online at home. And that is also showing, uh, for the first time in history, we've got mm-hmm. the cloud numbers from Al- Alphabet. So we were actually looking up to see some impressive results, maybe Alphabet's Google um, cloud business in the black for the first time. Um, it is not in the black, but it is encouraging. Uh, you are looking at the company losing $5.6 billion in the cloud business alone for the full year. And in Q4, it lost $1.2 billion. So it's still in investment mode for the cloud business. Um, what's worth noting though, mm-hmm. Google's cloud business is in the red in terms of losses, yeah. but Amazon's business is doing well. And in fact, operating profit for Amazon was at $13.5 billion. And this, in terms of last quarter's revenue, at $3.5 billion. So you are seeing Google spending big to try to catch up with the likes of Amazon. Also worth noting, Alibaba's cloud numbers quite encouraging as well. Yeah, we're going to get there soon. Investors, though, are definitely happy with Alphabet's numbers. The stock is up more than 7% in after-hours trade and has topped 2000 US dollars a share. That is a new record for the tech giant. Let's move on to our third A this morning. Give me an A for Alibaba. Strong online sales helped it beat Wall Street expectations for the third quarter. Its cloud division is also profitable for the first time. And the Chinese tech giant is now resuming an effort to raise $5 billion US dollars in the bond markets. All the while, the company is still facing Chinese regulatory scrutiny. And its founder, Jack Ma, has hardly been seen in public, except for a brief video clip a couple of weeks ago. And now we have another sign of Jack Ma's fall from grace. Tell us more. Yeah, you talk about those cloud computing numbers. Um, this for the first time in the black at $3 million. And this compares to a loss in 2019 of around $55 million. So at least Alibaba's traction is coming back in, or at least showing some signs of being in the black when it comes to the profitability of its cloud business. And that is one piece of good news. Not so good news is that the Alibaba founder Jack Ma is still being shunned by many pockets of China's community. And the latest is how he's been dropped out of this list. Mm. That celebrates China's entrepreneurs. Some of the entrepreneurs Entrepreneurial greats were kind of highlighted on the front page of the Chinese newspapers. And this is instead putting 
Pony Ma from Tencent as the one of the lead figures. They claim, or at least um, cited Pony Ma as rewriting the mobile age. And you also have other entrepreneurs in the likes of BYD chairman Wang Shuangfu, Xiaomi, the smartphone maker co-founder Lei Jun, also in that gallery, and Huawei Technologies founder Ren Zhengfei. So when you think about it, Alibaba has had such an impact on China and many of the small businesses to actually leave him out of this list is a big question mark. Underscoring that he has indeed run afoul of uh, the party in China. Now, the U.S. markets enjoyed a strong rally overnight. NASDAQ and Dow each rose more than 1.5%, but GameStop and AMC Entertainment face a sharp selling. GameStop plunged 60% to 90 U.S. dollars share. AMC Entertainment dropped more than 40%. Ryan, investment platforms like Robinhood still have restrictions on buying GameStop and AMC shares. They've loosened up, but investors still cannot buy as many as they might like of these stocks. So do you think that this is contributing to the shares sell-off? Yeah, I would say it will be hard to pin it down to this as the reason. So on those easing of trading limits, previously you had a limit of 20. It's been eased to a limit of 100 now. So you can buy more of these stocks. I think you could sell or at least close off your position uh, if you had an existing position. So that doesn't necessarily affect selling. And you also have to remember when the limits were actually put in place, they saw GameStop's share price plunging 75%. So you can't really blame it on the limits being eased as one of the reasons for the sell-off because when they were put on in the first place, they also sold off. I think what might be a more compelling reason is the short interest in stocks like GameStop. GameStop. So this is worth noting because we're all looking out for a short squeeze and you can't have a short squeeze if you don't have the shorts. And looking at the levels of shorts right now, you've got it at 114% sometime in the middle of uh, January, which is last month. And now it's around 40%. So you are seeing most of the short sellers already covering their positions. So in terms of momentum, it could be fizzling out at this point. U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren has sent an official letter to trading platform Robinhood. She's asking it to explain its trading restrictions, noting it doesn't seem fair that institutional investors are not facing the same hurdles. The Reddit retail crowd, meanwhile, received some words of encouragement from another high-profile investor, the Shark Tank's Mark Cuban. Ryan, what did Cuban have to say? (laughs) I will first say, you can say anything when you're a rich man. And the second thing I'll say is, Mark Cuban did not buy GameStop. So you can say anything he wants when you don't have your money where your mouth is, right? Yeah, pretty rich to say hold then, right? If you don't... (laughs) If you haven't bought the stock. Hold GameStop if you can afford to, but he didn't buy it himself. So this is the support that he's trying to lend to the Reddit community. Um, So he's saying, no, this is not going to be the last of the GameStop, or at least the Reddit rally. Uh, If you can hold on, this will bounce back. And for the reasons we mentioned earlier, you have many reasons it is pointing to otherwise, right? Yep. So it is going to be quite a uphill task for this to, I guess, return to the heights where we saw last week. 
Gosh, the GameStop frenzy over the past two weeks has led the Monetary Authority of Singapore and the Singapore Exchange to issue a joint warning. This about trading that is fueled by online discussions. So, right, who is the warning aimed at? Okay, so what's happening is, of course, the Red Rally taking the headlines in the past week or so, and that has spread the frenzy to Asia. And you've got the likes of central banks as well as regulators starting to sit up and take notice, hey, is this a potential systemic risk back home for me as well? Because just across the border in Malaysia, you've got things like Bursa Bats. Mm -hmm. So that is pushing up the prices of a stock top glove because they were targeting it as one of the short-selling targets. So back home, the MAS and SGX Retco are saying they are monitoring potential possibilities of this also happening in the Singapore stock market. So this is just after they warned two months ago in December that they are monitoring social media platforms like Telegram, forums of people talking up stocks and encouraging a bit of a crowd behaviour to buy up certain stocks. So they are saying, hey, don't be swept up by all the talk you see online. Uh, this is something you have to be re- to be in heightened alert for mm. because they may be just people trying to have an alternative agenda. So something to watch out for. Yeah, you could inevitably, inadvertently be swept up in a pump and dump scheme. Ryan, are there any particular stocks that MAS and SGX have in mind? I mean, there have been a number of queries about the aquaculture company Oceanus, which was the most actively traded stock yesterday. Okay, so in the warning that the MAS and SGX record gave, they did refer to the Reddit rally and that included the likes of GameStop, AMC Entertainment, which is a cinema chain, and BlackBerry. Looking at specific names per se, uh, they didn't point out any, but like you mentioned, it's worth watching out for in the actively traded column list when a stock has no reason to be traded for such significant levels. That is a warning sign that something is happening maybe behind the scenes. So uh, like you pointed out, the likes of Oceanus was one of the most actively traded stocks in recent days. So you have to take that as one of the many indicators of your screening when you look at what to invest or trade in. Mm. GameStop has not only captivated the attention of investors, but apparently it has captivated the film industry as well. At least one or two movies about the GameStop saga are apparently already in the works. Tell us more. Okay, it seems like there are many movies that can be made in recent weeks. I'm just waiting for a Donald Trump movie to come on, right? (laughs) So you've got MGM lending the rights to pretty much do something similar to what they've done. Um, They've done the anti-social network. Already they are looking at doing this movie called the anti-social network. And this is, of course, around Mm. the mob mentality that the Reddit forum has kind of encouraged with Wall Street bets. And... It is a very compelling premise, right? You've got one of the potentially biggest revolutions or eras in modern trading. Decentralized, a decentralized forum being able to take on the likes of Wall Street. So for a long time, real, retail traders have been kind of at the back and mercy of giants, financial institutions. So now this is a potential story about David versus Goliath. 
And I think it's going to be interesting because we still don't know the ending yet. I so know. I'm thinking, where does it go? And who's going to play all the <laughs> characters? They put the movie on hold until we know how it, it, it ends a little more clearly. I mean, it ends with people holding the chicken, basically, right? And a lot of shirt off people's backs. But when was that? when is that going to happen? So uh, let's check in on local stocks right now. The STI finished up in line with other Asian markets yesterday, rising about three quarters of a percent to 29.17. Ryan, how is the SDI doing this morning? Yeah, yesterday was a pretty good day for Asian markets and we are looking at the STI building on yesterday's gains. It's up right now by 0.7% at 2,938. In terms of stocks worth watching, Mm -hmm. uh, we are tracking... Capital, of course, Capital in the news in recent days because of its pivot away from rigs towards renewable energy. And it snapped a three-day losing streak since that announcement. And yesterday, was it was up one of the top gainers. And looking at what we have in the morning action, it's up 1% so far. So building on those gains, also worth noting, Capital is trading ex-dividend, or rather come dividend. And looking at another... Exciting stock in recent days, iFast is breaking new record highs. Yesterday, it was at a record high already. And this is off the back of his announcement that it was part of a project called the EMPF platform in Hong Kong, which PCW Group won the tender for. And we saw yesterday iFast up 6.4%. Right now this morning, continuing that rally is up 3.5% at $7.02. So, wow, new heights for iFast. Thanks very much. She's Ryan Huang. I'm Michelle Martin. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.